Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited today, as I always am, because we have another amazing entrepreneur with us today. Her name is Mel Trumbull, and her business is ZFG Living. She is a life coach. She's an author. She's a speaker. She does it all. Mel, how are you today? I am well, Jolly. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm absolutely excited that you were able to take some time out of your day and join me on the podcast. I know you're going to have a lot of valuable insights for myself and the audience out there. So I'm really excited to jump in and get started. Now, Melissa, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what it is you do in your business and who you help? Alrighty. So I am a joy life coach, and that is what I am uh, in love with right now. Uh, I love writing my books too, of course, but, and what I do is I help people get out of their own way so that they can prioritize themselves so that they can slay overwhelm and become joyous authentically, not putting on a show just actually. And uh, my background is pretty ratchet. So my point is usually if I can put this together, yeah. It's available. It is absolutely available. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm up the joy. That's my goal to measurably increase joy in the world. Very cool. I love it. We spend so much time working on productivity and self-development and how to get better at things that like in a lot of ways it becomes a job or a chore and then we forget it's actually supposed to be making our life better. And if we're not having fun, why are we even doing these things? So especially for Americans, right? We are what we do. That's the first question. Hey, how are you? Ah, what do you do? And it's not, maybe it'll be family. They'll ask about your family first. Do you have kids? Are you coupled up? Whatever. But honestly, if we don't have a good relationship with ourselves and, and have tamed that inner critic voice that is always yammering on until we, I was going to say beat it into submission. That's not positive. So I'll say until we rewrite that subconscious script. How's that? Yeah, that sounds great. A little bit more positive for sure. Okay. <laughs> now you've been doing this for a couple of years. What were you doing before this? Uh, before this, I was working very hard on burning myself completely out. I was, uh, I'd been in finance and tax preparation for decades. And for those of you who dread tax season, it's nothing compared to those who are working at the CPA firms because it tax season basically starts in November with tax planning. And uh-huh. then you have a brief reprieve the first week or so of January, but then it's into the payroll taxes and the companies that are trying to qualify for loans and they, they want they finally had a profitable year, so they want to get their returns done now. But, oh, wow, the book is not done. And so it just flows all the way to April, and then you fall apart in the summer, and then you pick it up. You pick up the stress for the fall deadlines. You'll be shocked to know that once I was sacked from my last job, which I was crispy, totally burnt out. When they fired me, they said, do you have anything to say? And I was like, thank you. 
what you want me to say? I've got to get out of this hellhole. But yeah, so then after that, my partner was like, babe, just take some time. Please promise me you're not going to turn around and find another job because it was in September, mm. which I could have, right? To get to know somebody else's software and then do another tax season. And he's just like, please, please. I had been doing the coaching and writing books on the side full-time from my full-time and very demanding job. And so I just blossomed into doing it full-time. And it's been, I don't want to sound like a granola person. I know this is all about finance and everything, but it's so flipping rewarding when you can actually, through your work, affect positive change. I was helping people dodge taxes. I wasn't all legally, all above board. It's not quite as rewarding as somebody who feels like they're entrenched in a bitter season of life. And I can show them how they can change themselves and transform into someone who is just happy to be alive and has joy bombs throughout their day that just light them up. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important as an entrepreneur to make sure you take that time and to, like I said, to have fun and to find that joy in what you do. Now, is this your first time as an entrepreneur or have you had your other businesses before this? I've had several businesses. Uh, my father was also an entrepreneur and uh, he had, I think, a CPA firm. He had a burglar alarm company and a wine and cheese shop. So I grew up fully aware. And I started, actually, this is in my first book, is how I was taking his CPE exams as a kid because I was just stupid smart. And and so I was doing a little fill-in. This is back in the day, right? Pterodactyls are circling and you have to fill in the Scantron <laughs> little circles. And so I knew accounting just since I was a kid, right? So that's why I fell into that because I'm just like, wait, you'll pay me what? Oh, killer. When you're 25, it's just, you're amazed. If only we could get back to that mindset. So yeah, doing the accounting and entrepreneurship that happened. Let's see, I had a bookkeeping company. I had a film production company. I've had, I set, I set up companies also for my exes. So that was also what made me go all in here with what I wanted to do, ZFG Living, because I had another company and it was for bookkeeping and consulting and asset management for real estate developers. But yeah, ZFG stands for zero Fs given. And my whole point is use your resources for yourself and others, but use them. Don't just give them. Hello, I'm a doormat. Please, world, children, others, suck me dry. Leave me with nothing. I will. I would love to be a burnt husk. No, let's use our resources. And that way we can live instead of just going through life. Yeah, it's important to be able to set those boundaries and to value yourself. Otherwise, like you said, you'll just put yourself in front of everybody's feet and let them walk all over you. Absolutely. And that's part of the philosophy of pay yourself first, which I recognize your audience having all the fab entrepreneurs. Hey, my people. When you're first starting out, okay, let's say you're doing it on the side or you've got some other stream of income. So you know you're not going to make money for a bit. How do you pay yourself? Hold on. I'll tell you. Take a walk turn your phone off for 30 minutes. It's going to feel like a freaking vacation. Like you can do the things to pay you that's not in dollars, but it's in restorative self-care. I know self-care gets so overused. However, we have to take care of ourselves. Oxygen mask, then other people's, right? right? So yeah, I'm big into that. Big into using your resources to craft a life and not be buffeted around and swept down a river because those events are happening. But guess what? All the events are happening. It's like when people say there's so much pain, how can you have this huge smile and huge heart? And I'm just like, yeah, because there's so much joy too. 
there's so much everything. And the only thing I would say as far as that is if you go through most of your days and maybe you encounter a jerk every once in a while, that's fine. But if you go through your days and it is a parade of jerks, that's time for the humbling work because that's not how life is. That isn't. If we color everything and we're nasty to everybody, it will be life. And so it's just that self-reinforcing loop. Whereas if you can stop that script, take a step back, drop the egotism of thinking that every driver on the highway is trying to ruin your day and not that just people are just trying to get where they're going or, oh, someone's having a bad day. Ah, they're paying cash. Well, I've seen people lose their marbles over some of the most benign social interactions that took one minute more than they could have. Just, they're not rolling in with rolled change. They're, they're, just, they're just finding a quarter. Who cares? But that was a long road for me to get to, right? Because I came from, it's creepy. I know. I just want to assure you, I come from a garbage background. Child abuse, pick your flavor, making my own way through the world, riding a bicycle in high, in high school to trade babysitting for therapy. Hashtag, I knew I needed it. Mm -hmm. And going through all those things only to create chaotic households with one person after another. And it was after the end of my second marriage that I stood back and I was like, holy, babe, this is because of me. Yeah, I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? And that's when I started. And y'all, late 40s, my friends, I would love to shave decades off of anyone's journey for this. And mindset helped me I'm familiar with therapy deeply, but mindset adds an entirely other amazing special sauce because it's driven by your will and your persistence and your desire for this change. And I'm, I'm like getting tingles because it just blew my mind. And I'm just like jerk voice. I can like that stop. It doesn't happen overnight, my people. That is why I have a yeah. six month program, but it is worth it oh my gosh just to live peacefully inside of your own dome yep absolutely now tell me a little bit more about that six-month program if somebody signs up for the program what is it going to be like for them what will they accomplish and what transformation will they achieve oh awesome thank you for asking so if you join me for this journey and are ready to open the world to be your delight-filled playground, this wonderful space where you wake up at peace, where you go through life and notice all the good things instead of being like whack-a-mold with all the bad things. <laughs> and I'm not saying stick your head in the sand. I'm not saying if someone passes away or something terrible happens that you're not going to experience grief or any of those difficult emotions, but we're not just one. You can be in a grieving season and you can still pay attention and find joy. And because I can do it, I am not one with social skills. Socializing has never come easily to me. And if I can do it, come on, anybody can. And believe me, my way to do it is very simple. It's just step by step. The thing is, you need support because that subconscious, that's, that goes deep. So if, to try and eradicate that, and it's nothing you can feel like, it's your subconscious. You can meditate first thing in the morning or last thing in, of the day when you're in that semi-drowsy state and do all the things, all the tricks to get to it, to reprogram it and to fix that soundtrack that you're living to. And uh, But it's not thing that you can be like, oh, I'm done. It takes time. It takes at least months 
yeah, and that's absolutely. just how it is. Yeah, and it's a very tricky process too, because one, since it is subconscious, you don't see that it's there. How, how are you going to recognize that there's a problem to begin with? And then mm-hmm. two, there's a very specific set of tools that work to reprogram and repattern that area that if you don't do them, everything else you're going to try is probably not going to work. That's why you can say positive affirmations till you're blue in the face. But if Mm -hmm. you don't rewire yourself, it's not going to do anything except frustrate you. Yeah. And you'll just be wondering like why, because it's the same with what you do, helping people with their mindset about money. And when you're starting out as an entrepreneur or you have your business and it's running and people are giving you this yammering on about mindset, it can feel frustrating. However, if you aren't ready to handle money, you're not going to get it. If you aren't ready to accept that your life is joyous, it won't be. It really will not. And it doesn't matter that you're smartest, hardest working, most consistent, follow a plan. You've got it mapped out. It's glorious. Your strategies are excellent. If you cannot feel the joy and connect with that future you, it will not last it will sift right through your fingers. It, and I, with your journey, you know that as well. And for me, I have slept in cars. I have slept in a tent, not and not for camping, <laughs> but I am a very good camper because I have lived seasons of my life with nothing. Like it's not real good. Y'all read big book of bad ideas if you want to learn more about that. But if you are not prepared to have success in relationships, in money, in any of those areas, spiritually, with work, with your overall finance picture, personal relationships, family relationships, all of it. If you are not one who has that subconscious blueprint of how to do it healthily and with grace and giving yourself all the good juju, then it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be as fruitful or as deep as if you are ready and you accept yourself and you have allowed yourself to step into that fabulous person who exists inside of us and we can feel it. And so then, but why are we then still irritated as hell because of, I don't know, rain or sun or just life? It's because we're not ready to roll with it and just roll in the abundance of joy and the abundance of success. And it's not, I'm not saying light some candles and sit cross-legged and do some chanting. Yes, we have to do things to, to get there. We're not go to a mountain retreat and be one with the clouds or I don't, I, I'm, I'm terrible with abstract stuff, but yeah, so we have to work on it. And yet we also have to give ourselves the room to develop so that what we're working on can flourish. Yeah, absolutely. It's key to align because you can desire all that you want. But if there's something inside you that's subconsciously pushing that desire away, you'll never get there because it's like a magnet and you're repelling it. Because happy lives are for others. Happy lives are for people who weren't sexually abused. Happy lives are for people who weren't beat up every day. Happy lives are for, I don't know, these other people that are not me. And that's, that is patent BS, period. Yeah. Ultimately, happy lives are for people who want to be happy now. Seriously. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to ask you, because you come to the entrepreneurial space with a unique background. I know a lot of people start businesses and they know nothing at all about finances, but because you have a background in accounting, can you talk a little bit about how that helped or maybe even how it might've hindered you on your journey as an entrepreneur? That is a very interesting question. And the hindering part. uh, So I have counseled businesses. I have been a director of finance. I, a small business was my specialty. And 
I was helping people at all stages of business, whether they were starting, whether they were selling goods, providing services, all the things. I knew the structure for my business. I wanted an LLC and I wanted it to be an S corporation so that once the business is successful, then I can mitigate my tax liability. And, and super clue, I'll say this as clearly as I can. If you are an S corp, you pay yourself a salary. Okay. The owner gets a salary. It can be $1, whatever. And, and also not until it's profitable. A couple of years without doing it at the beginning is fine. And then what you do is you find yourself a tax firm that does annual tax planning. And in the fourth quarter, once you have a solid picture of what your year is going to be like, you've got your prior year tax return and you've got through November, let's say, or October, then you don't want to have penalties for non-payment of estimates. Oh, spoiler alert, payroll taxes are co considered timely paid even if it's like a bonus on December 30th. Yeah. So you can work up like a little faux tax return or not you, I, I don't mean you, the listener, you, your CPA you can just take a guesstimate. And as long as you're going to pay 110%, either 110% of the prior year's taxes, 90% of this year's liability, because you, you don't have to get it exactly right. Who knows? You're going to sell a big job at December 20th. I don't know. But then you can handle everything. It's an expense to the company. You get your taxes paid and everyone goes off into the sunset with dollar bills streaming. So that's, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I think also I know how to scale a business. I know I had the ultimate goal in mind and got in my own way because I, it was just me. And I'm like, what am I playing pretend? So that was something that I was just like, interesting. I, okay, step back, sister. You need to build to where you can hire somebody for social media, which thank God I have now. And build to where you have somebody to do your podcast. Please do not listen to my first two episodes. And so then that's what held me back. It didn't hold me back. It was just more difficult than it could have been because my expectations were wrong. Makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Now, Mel, tell me a little bit about what financial freedom looks like to you. So let's assume you're to the point in your business where you only have to show up to do the things that you're really passionate about. And not even those if you didn't want to. All of the money is coming in that you need to fund the lifestyle you've always dreamed of. What will you do with your time then? Then it is about location independence so that I can investigate this jewel box of a world and about spending more time with family. I have family scattered about. I'm one of nine kids and several of us are still very close and naturally are all in different states. <laughs> At least we're all in the same country. So I would definitely have more family and also I would. my ultimate goal is for my nonprofit to get mindset work into schools so that young people understand no matter how crappy things are. And even if you have the best background ever, the teen years are going to suck at some time, straight up. And it doesn't matter because you can know internally that is fleeting. That is not your permanent situation. That is not your total, you in some, your total reality. And you can reach forward towards that future higher self that leveled up awesome self that doesn't care if they didn't get the person or make the team or whatever. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Now tell me this. I want you to fill in the blank here. Okay. If I could take care of blank, I could double my revenue. Well, yeah. If I could take care of systematizing my method for other coaches to teach it. Gotcha. Very cool. Are you planning to do like a licensing thing down the road? Something like that. 
And it's tough because I know that a lot of my special sauce is from having led such a chaotic, traumatic life. Sure. And But I also don't think that you have to be wounded to help other people. So I'm quantifying that now. So this is even harder than like your SOP binder. Yeah. Because I encourage people, but I'm not, I'm not going to hold your hand and sing Kumbaya while you make the same mistake over and over again. I am here to affect change. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just giving people license to continue doing what they're doing and then they don't change. No, I'm all about the transformation. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Now I want to set aside the business for a second. And I want you to tell me personally, what is your biggest financial goal on the personal level right now? Uh, the biggest financial goal on the personal is to be able to live the same lifestyle, if not better, off of interest from investments. I like that goal. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing as you work towards that? Absolutely. I am. So I've always avoided investments and all of that because the laws about it on for tax returns, right? That's my background. That's the lens I was seeing everything. What a pain. There's just no reward. And Congress is always changing things because they're just getting older and richer and finding all these bizarre loopholes. I thought Roth IRAs were going to kill me. And so I just stayed away from them because I did not like doing that kind of tax return. So I conveniently had absolutely a Teflon brain when it came to learning about it. I am actually in the process of educating myself about it. Of course, I have your normal type investments, right? Retirement funds and stuff like that. But it's that's not the game I want to play. Like I want to own property. I want to set up a retreat center. I want to take young people out of their environment and do some intensive mindset work and show just because honestly, if I could have gotten out of my home for two weeks, good Lord, that would have been heaven. And I can remember as a little tiny kid being joyous all the time. So I knew it was there in me. But then what about people who don't really form memories until they're seven or eight or whatever? Yeah, I, I think the child inside is always there, even if you don't remember. Yeah, you got to uncover it a little bit sometimes. Okay, I absolutely love that vision that you have. Now, before I let you go, can you give your best piece of advice to all the other entrepreneurs out there? And it's about business finance, right? Just your best piece of advice to other entrepreneurs, finance, life, you name it. Fall in love with yourself. Be absolutely gaga over who you are, what you bring, and have that lovely, warm, compassionate reaction to your foibles and the things that you don't prefer to do. Maybe you don't do them well and just make it part of your charm. Yeah, and that's, I love that. Yeah, that was the game changer for me. Absolutely. There's only one of you in the whole universe, so you might as well embrace it and love the heck out of it. Like you said, okay, Mel, for people who want to learn more about you and what you do, where's the best place they can go? Come on over to zfgliving.com. And I am Melissa at ZFG Living. If you want to shoot me an email, I am naturally on all of the social stuff. I've got Instagram, I'm ZFG Living. LinkedIn, I'm Melissa Trumbull. And on Facebook, I am ZFG. Amazing. Melissa, it's been so great having you on. You shared a lot of insight. I've had a blast. I know that the audience is going to have a lot of fun with this episode. So thanks again for taking some time out of your day. Thank you so much for having me here, Jolly. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Like I said, now to everybody listening out there, if it's been your pleasure to listen today, please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't yet. You know that I ask you every time. So maybe one time everyone out there will have subscribed and I won't have to ask. 
And then also you can give us one of those five-star reviews. It helps us out a ton to get the word out to other entrepreneurs. And if you happen to be an amazing entrepreneur like our guest, Melissa, and you'd love to come on the show and share your business journey as well, we'd love to talk to you about that. You can go to PY.com for that. That's the letters podcast.com. And we would love to chat. Thank you all so much again, Melissa. Thanks again. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also going to get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.